Welcome to the Hear My Heart broadcast where I talk about the matters of the heart. You can't understand a person without getting to the root, which is hearing them. I am your host, Tiffany Rochelle, affectionately known as the People's Cheerleader. Here's something I want to share about me. I'm an author, a speaker, a heart and a motivational coach, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in and we have the opportunity to grow together. I'm here to encourage and motivate you to be the best you ever. If you're feeling a little stuck or stagnated or you're having a hard time getting over some things, please know you're not alone and that you've come to the right place and you're listening to the right person to help you through that. So let's dive into today's show of Hear My Heart. Here we grow. Hey, hello, 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 hello. Yo, my peeps, what is good? I am so delighted that you decided to take a little bit of your time to spend with me and my very special VIP. Let me start by saying this. Please, please, please take a moment to like and share this page, please. And I need you to do me a super solid and you're saying, all right, what's the solid, right? What's the solid, Tiffany? I need you to dig deep and I need you to sow a seed of care into my life by sharing this page. <laughs> Y'all thought it was offering time and I was about to ask you for some money, huh? Mm-mm, no, no, no. I just thought I'd ask you to do me a super a solid and to share this page. Um, but if you do feel like sewing, you can go to my website and it'll definitely tell you <laughs> how you can do that. But it's not about money. It's sincerely about sharing. And seriously, I really would love for you to do me at solid and share. Uh, however, back to the matters at hand. OK, so your likes and your comments help me to grow and to help somebody else that's out there. Lots of our friends, uh, they go through things. And there's some things that they go through that they just don't share with us. But by you liking, by you commenting, and by you sharing this particular page, uh, you really could save a life. I know that sounds really extra, but sincerely, because you don't know what someone's going through, you never know whose life you're getting ready to change or whose life you're getting ready to help. So like, share, and comment on this page, okay? And make sure you're following and turn them notifications on. Ding. <laughs> okay, I'll stop being extra, okay? Announcements are through. So please govern yourselves accordingly. And if you were able to finish that statement, you so churchy, ooh. But tell me how churchy you are in the comments, okay? <laughs> I have a lady here um, who her voice is the voice for many who feel voiceless. And she has had her fair share of heartaches and pain. And she is breaking the silence. She is being a voice of survivors. And she can do this as she lives to fly and learned to soar. I present to you the queen for the hour. Okay, really 30 minutes. <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> the queen Tina. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much, Miss Tiffany, for this beautiful invite. And I love this, um, you know, 
this this platform that we have. You're so amazing. And I appreciate you taking out time to share yeah. your story and tell us what's going on with you. I'm so delighted that you decided to do this. And I kid you not, in talking to you, I think you're a super major deal. And I'm ready to step yeah. it up and I'm ready to speak up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna take that from you. Sorry. There, girl, wait, you gonna tell us what is tell me what is that about behind there, or am I pushing you too fast? No, you're not. Actually, this is the reason why it's behind me is to get the conversation started, right? Mm -hmm. You got to have these conversation starters. And this is my prop. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, um, step up, speak up and stand up is all because, as you said earlier, I am now on this next journey of being a second author of a book, um, Breaking the Silence, um, Voices of Survivors. Yeah. And what you will be talking to me about today concerning my life is a former foster child. I basically help advocate for the foster children out there, the voiceless. I am their voice as a guardian at Lytham here in the state of Florida. Hillsborough County is one of the largest um, in Florida that abs absolutely believes in helping our foster youth and young children you know, step up and speak up um, and stand up for themselves because mm -hmm. they are the voiceless. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you are a CEO also, and part of your company name is SOAR. What does that mean? Tell me your company name and tell me what does SOAR mean? Absolutely. So Quant is my last name and SOAR is an acronym. It stands for Seeking Outreach Assistance and Resources. Because in my life, being a foster child who actually emancipated from the system in the state of Illinois, and that's huge, by the way, I realized that in order to even do that, I had to seek outreach, assistance, and resources, right? Okay. And it correlates with an eagle. An eagle is meant to soar. Yeah. And so it just ties right into a beautiful story that my husband stumbled on on YouTube mm -hmm. that basically teaches you that with eagles, they make for life. Yeah. And that's all about family. Right. When they have their eaglets is what I call them. Mm -hmm. They basically nurture them okay. for about 36 weeks mm -hmm. together, mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. turns nurturing these little ones right. and then once they believe that they're at a state where they are able to soar mm -hmm. they push them out of the nest so it's not an easy experience uh -huh. right mm -hmm. and either fly or die uh -huh. literally for mm -hmm. an eagle so right. the correlation of course my my heavenly father is just brilliant mm -hmm. um he laid that in my spirit in 2019 and mm -hmm. i i just had to make it happen and you've been soaring ever since huh <laughs> Thanks to God. You know, he says, you know, we'll be as eagles. Mm -hmm. And listen, I'm going to mount up. OK, so yes. listen. OK, I ain't going to start because it don't take much for me to be churchy. And I understand because we've spoken before. It yes. don't take much for you to make me tap in. So I'm a chill. <laughs> I'm a chill. You're a cheerleader. That's, that's your nature. <laughs> it's, it's in my nature. I really can't help it. It's it's just in me and everything in me is going to come out. So, hey, you know, I really kind of don't apologize for it, but i be trying to pull my own coattail because I'm yeah. trying to exercise time restraints. Um, that's that's the preacher. I said it out loud. Yeah. It's not. That was in me. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me this. You 
consider yourself to be a survivor, correct? Absolutely. Um, you're a survivor of? Oh, my goodness. Um, and this is tea that I'm drinking seriously. It's just tea. I love tea. I love tea. And you're, you're getting some tea from me. All right. So basically what, what I survived was foster care. Mm -hmm. um, many people think that once you're taking from your home and removed from your parents, who in my case, my father, unfortunately, was the abuser okay. towards my mother. Okay. And uh, an anonymous call caused us to have to be removed from that from that home, from that resident. Okay. And after being removed, I actually was placed in um, eight placements over wow. a period of 14 years, right? Wow. Mm -hmm. So some of those placements weren't as great as a lot of people would ex expect because it's foster care. You're thinking you're vetting these foster families and you're making sure that everything should be well for this child to be raised in a nurturing, caring environment. Mm -hmm. Yet, when I was placed in certain homes, that wasn't the case. So what I survived was, just giving you some examples, um, I survived being a witness to a infant who died just inches away from my actual bed. And the, the baby died of natural causes, but I witnessed the mother weeping she was a teenage mother who was weeping at the loss of a child, screaming. But mm -hmm. that's trauma, right? Oh. And no one came to counsel me wow. or my, my, my siblings and those of us that were living in that home. No mm -hmm. one came to actually describe to us what even happened. I just see a baby's blue all mm -hmm. over, and then they're resuscitating this child on a table. Wow. And I'm 13 years young. Mm -hmm. don't know anything about death mm -hmm. really haven't ever witnessed it right right and here it is in my face and mm -hmm. because i shared the room with this mother mm -hmm. no one came to even see about my condition wow concerning what i've witnessed right. and i had to stay with this mother as she was mourning all throughout that time and you're 13. And you're 13, and um, that's just one of many episodes in that one home. There was over 15 people. Um, the caretaker one five, one five, no exaggeration. Wow. Okay. Which I was in, in, one home. Home. in one home. Wow. Wow. Okay. So you have layers of foster children, and all of us are assigned social workers. Okay. Except for if you're siblings, then mm -hmm. you share the social worker. Makes sense. So that's one incident in that home. Then you have a kerosene fire uh -huh. in that home, and we were in attics. And you're you're from you're familiar with some of the homes in the Midwest. They Absolutely. have the, the attics, right? And some Absolutely. of the attics has that old, you know, carpet, mm -hmm. right? Uh -huh. And we don't have the kerosene lamps on top mm -hmm. of that carpet. But mm -hmm. guess what? That particular family that lived in that attic, yeah. one of them smoked. And because she smoked, the cigarette hit and then the fire ignited. And so we scrambling, trying to get out the house, smoke yeah. and everything taken over. And again, this is a trauma because you don't know if you're going to live. You got 15 people to get out one home. Yeah. You would think that the social worker would have checked in, checked on and checked us out. Too no. busy. This and book. you have the unfortunate side where 
there's combativeness between foster children and homes. Mm -hmm. And setting in this home was two brothers and a sister. And then it was me and my sister. And then there were other multiple other families mm -hmm. inside this home. But this age range um, between like 11 and 13, there was a lot of confrontation and conflict. We were made to stay in the basement. And so those are some wow. altercations that took place that weren't, weren't pretty at all. And in one instance, I actually had to defend myself and I felt the need to get a knife um, to do so. You're yeah. still with a teenager? I'm a teenager. I'm 13 in this home. Yeah. Girl, yeah. I'm yeah. about to call you slice. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I just did a threat. I just threatened her, but it was enough to back them down. And then over a period of time, I started going into other homes with my sister where um, one of the foster parents, her son was a heroin addict. And me, I'm at the age of 14. I don't know that that's not diabetes. I think he's a diabetic, you know, <laughs> look at I know he's shooting up heroin. And the way that it came about was he would come in our room when we're not there and steal from us. Meanwhile, she's, she's a bailiff for the Cook County Sheriff. Um, oh, sorry, Cook County Courts. Forgive me. She's a bailiff for the Cook County Courts. Yeah. And she has a lock on her door because she's she's licensed she to care. She knew. But, but we didn't. Exactly. And that's the key. That a lot of these homes that we were in, they were not vetted properly. Wow. They just they vet the person, okay. but they don't vet the actual lifestyle of the parent mm -hmm. wow. and the household. And then we go on to another home where I was literally um, fending for my life. They were actually creating an environment that caused me to, I could have gone malnourished. Okay. Because what they were doing was they were putting rat poison and um, bleach in my food and preparing it and expecting me to eat it. And the way that I found out was the way the home was designed. It was like a mini mansion. Okay. And so you have two ways that you can get to the kitchen. Sure. Okay. And one occurrence is like my spirit said, don't go this way, go this way and just wait. Mm -hmm. And that's when I waited and I overheard them preparing my food and saying that put some more, put some more. Mm -hmm. And I can just peek around and I can see them, you know, putting the rat poison in my food and stirring it up and then putting the bleach in my drink and stirring it up. And then they wanted to calm me down for the um, food. So I had to play it off and take my actual food and ask if I can go upstairs because I had to finish an assignment yeah. and I would just throw it in the garbage. And what will happen is, thank God, I went to the same school as my first cousin and my sister. Okay. Okay. I would beg them to have their friends save me their breakfast and their lunch. Wow. And that was the only way I was able to eat. Wow. That's no way for you to have to enjoy your teenage years. I mean, I got my nerve, but that is not how teenagers are supposed to be enjoying their teenage years. Like, I'm not supposed to be begging and pleading and hey, and then going here and there. Like, stability matters. And I guess that's probably one of the reasons why you got into this so that you can have else. I mean, you take me from my parents' home, and mind you, there was abuse, mm -hmm. but did you put me in these? kinds of environment situations and so my whole book is about wrong placement mm -hmm. the, the theme in my book is about oh, that's a powerful weight pause. Mm -hmm. pause 
you said wrong placement. Mm -hmm. Yo, that is such a powerful statement because do you know how many times we will get into situations and get into places and we ain't got no business being there, but we're going to try to attempt to either enjoy ourselves while we're there, make the best of it while we're there, or be miserable while we're there. But yeah. we are in the wrong place. Wow, man, that was such a power. I'm sorry, for me. That did something for me. Thank you. I ain't got my glasses on today, but thank you. I appreciate it. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry. Carry, carry on with your word. But that just blessed me right there, that wrong placement. I promise you, I got um, thank God I got a drawer right here. Yeah. Right yeah, it's happening all too often. And so one of the aspects of my book, Live to Fly, Learn to Soar, is focusing on the worst kind of victim is the one who creates one. Mm -hmm. And just let that set, settle. Mm -hmm. The worst mm -hmm. kind of victim is the one that creates one. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to tie, tie that into how my father was a victim. And you ask the question, why? I'll tell mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. He was a product of rape. His mother, my grandmother, was raped when mm -hmm. she was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay? And back in those days in the South, Alabama, mm -hmm. you cover that up. Yeah. So yeah. they married her off to a widow who she mm -hmm. had babysit for. He already had two children. Mm -hmm. And they just made sure she got married right away and wow. sent them off. And wow. they moved to Chicago. So mm -hmm. my father never knew his bio dad. Wow. Okay. So that's a victim. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And another victim's created. Mm -hmm. So my that's husband, my father goes off to the Korean War. He suffers mm -hmm. from PTSD. He's honorably discharged. Okay. But when he comes back to the States, mm -hmm. he's violent. Okay. And he's trying to manage and cope. And he's drinking. And I'm not justifying it or anything like that or excusing it. No, no, no. But you understand it now, though. Yeah, it's perpetuated mm -hmm. by, you know, not dealing with the issues mm -hmm. that originated from right. the beginning. And right. then you segue into my mother and my mother's background. She was um, on her way to being a, an aspiring nurse. Mm -hmm. And because of her childhood, her mother re married after um being with my my mother's has a twin actually and okay. their dad she stopped you know their relationship ended and so she goes on to a new new man mm -hmm. married him and has all these kids but unbeknownst to her my mom's being molested wow. by the stepfather and that's a big you know you don't discuss that in my family because Sure. People are covering for other people. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. reality is, is my mother suffered from mental illness. She suffered from schizophrenia and multiple personality. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about mental illness, one of the things is trauma. Sure. It's trauma induced. Mm -hmm. And my mother's story never stopped. My mother's story never changed. So this is why I say step up, speak step up, up mm -hmm. stand up. Mm -hmm. Because so, so many times families are keeping these generational taboos or mm -hmm. secrets mm -hmm. kept under the rug just to maintain an image mm -hmm. of, you know, respect. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, this scars so mm -hmm. many family members. Yeah. And yeah. so we're, a, we're 
a product of all of this. So when I say the worst kind of victim is the one that creates one, you're creating more and more victims yeah. mm -hmm. by not dealing with mm -hmm. the matter at hand mm -hmm. and calling it it, calling it what it is. Yeah. And it makes sense for you to speak of that is just, that is an amazing story. And I, it, I'm saying the word amazing and I'm not saying like it's a, I'm glorifying, you know, like what happened. Um, but you're telling me both of your parents had like a trauma and then dad goes off to the war and that doesn't make it any better. And then he comes back and he doesn't know how to deal with it. And you're absolutely right. So many of us get into situations where we don't want to tell anybody certain things or this is what I'm facing. So I know how to get some help or, you know, hey, I can I can better help you if I talk to you a certain way. If I just know the word, just for instance, step up. If that's a trigger word for you, I wouldn't know it unless you kind of tell me that. And we have these open conversations. So I need you to speak up and for you to tell me this is bothering you or this ails you or whatever is happening. Like, thank you for sharing. I have to tell you, I kid you not. From the moment we met, I promise you, I felt like you are a tremendous gift. I'm so sincere about that. There is so many gifts inside of you that you are sharing. And I'm so grateful that you are. And there are still gifts that are stirring up inside of you even now. And mm -hmm. I'm grateful that you're going to embrace those and that you're about to start sharing those uh, with the world. Uh, I see so many wonderful things happening for you. And I just think that you're an amazing individual. And I ain't going, I'm not no prophet. I ain't no psychic. I ain't, you know, going into anything like that. But your consistency and how you're helping people and how you're showing up for people, that definitely matters. And it's not going unnoticed. So I want to tell you, I appreciate you even just listening to you in because we've talked yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some of your background as to what you've done and how you're helping individuals. I kid you, I'm grateful for it because mm -hmm. you are such a voice for voiceless individuals. And looking, listening to what you've just told me now. Look at this gorgeous smile you got going on and how well put together you are. You so pretty and such. Who would have thought that you had some of these traumatic experiences by what you're looking like now? I would have never. Yes, I'm saying it. Thunk it. I never would have. It, it, it's an honor. Thank you so much for the the blessings that you've just bestowed on me just by your 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 words have power and being here with you hear my heart it's it's amazing that you've given me this opportunity to be able to share this with your your family and also those beyond i do understand that um you must be healed from any trauma any tragedy that you experience and so i did my work Thankfully, um, my story did not end that. My story was a is a product of prayer mm -hmm. and faith and perseverance. And let me tell you, um, my sister, who happens to be my elder sister on my dad's side, he actually was married a couple of times in his life before my mom. Okay. And um he had a daughter and a son, and this daughter happens to be the human resources for the very foster care agency that me and my siblings went to to visit our parents. So it just so happens her and my social worker were friends. Mm -hmm. And she happened to mention that our dad was upstairs because my dad had charisma. He was very, very uh, much a jokester. Okay. And once you met him, 
Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, tell the story. And so she came downstairs to chat it up with my sister. Unbeknownst to her, that was my sister's last name, uh -huh. but she was using a, her married name. And she was like, what did you say his name was? And when she mm -hmm. told her, she was like, girl, that's my dad. She said, stop playing with me. She said, take me upstairs. I'm going to prove to you. I'm that's going what. right now. Not now, but right now. And after ripping my father up, about us being in the system, she was like, this is the last day y'all gonna be in this system. Do whatever you gotta do. But my my, my sisters and brothers are coming home. Wow. And she rushed and got her licensing. She actually got a specialized license. Okay. To this day, 33 years later, she's still a foster mother and an adoptive mother. So that's my story. But let me tell you, mm -hmm. God had purpose sure for her. And for us. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that to me was a blessing. Oh, that is absolutely. So y'all just got some good hearts in your family, huh? Good <laughs> night. Good night. See, this is one of the reasons why we got to hear your heart. Because yes. your heart is helping a plenty of uh, individuals to overcome and let them know that they are not alone in any of the struggles that they face. So mm -hmm. I'm grateful for you sharing your story. Oh, my God. How do we get to connect with you? So I have a website and my website is www.quantsor.com. Okay. On it, you will learn all about what my efforts are. I'm still in the grassroots stages of okay. Quantsor. Uh -huh. However, I do believe in just moving forward. And it's, it seems like I have to play catch up with myself because I launched the business in March and uh -huh. I'm just moving through the, the you know, whole business practicalities okay. of it but at the end of the day i'm here to serve yeah. um our aging out youth who mm -hmm. may need assistance with life skills because that's what it took for me to be who i am today sure. and mm -hmm. i just love giving back and i say i want to be that that person that my five-year-old self needed when i was being taken from my family and i was placed in all these different placements i want to be that heroine to my future, you know, children that I'm going to be serving and continue to serve right here in Hillsborough County. That is amazing. I'm so grateful for you. So you go ahead and speak yeah. up with your speaking up self. I love it. I absolutely love it. And if we're going to your website, are we able to find your books as well? Because I know yes. you have, you don't have a book, you have books. <laughs> yeah, well, well, one is still being written. The second one will be um, released in December. So that will be also something that people can look out for. Um, I have two websites. I have the website for the um, the organization Quantsor, which will absolutely link you to my book as well. But um, my book, you just type it in, Live to Fly, Learn to Store. It is on Amazon. It's also on um, Walmart, Target, and um here it is right here, but also Walmart, Target and um, books, you know, bookstores abroad. Okay. That yep. is amazing. So we need to make sure, ladies and gentlemen, for your hearing pleasure, make sure that you go follow uh, Miss Dina, Queen Tina. Make sure you follow her. Are you on? Mm -hmm. Of course you are on because we're following each other. Social media, how are we following you? So I go by my name, Tina L. Horton, H-O-R-T-O-N, Quant, what you have right here. And um, when it comes to Instagram, I'm Quant um, Soar, okay. and that is at Quant Soar. I believe I have it down here. No, not down here. But yeah, it's at um, Quant Soar. So Thank you. We're getting ready to come to the end of the show. 
Um, and there's this wonderful game that I think is wonderful called This or That. Okay. <laughs> if you're ready to chime in and play with me for that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do so it. I'm going to ask you three questions and you get the opportunity to pick this or that. And then I want to know whatever answer you decide to choose. I want to know why you chose it. Okay. First question, super simple. Silver or gold? Gold. <laughs> why are you choosing gold? What's wrong with silver? Because my daddy, that's what he walks on up there. Come on! See, you know, I, I, hey, <laughs> no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna take you there. <laughs> no, we ain't doing it. Fall asleep in complete darkness, or are you gonna fall asleep with the lights on? Oh, baby, I'm all about the dark. <laughs> I am all because I'm the light. Darkness. Come on, I'm the light. See, see how deep I go. I'm the light, so I can handle darkness, and that's a true statement. My husband will tell you. I, my bill is so low because I don't hardly ever turn on light because I'm, I'm the light. Come on. Is it, <laughs> are you the light because the light is shining within you or because you light skin? I just want to know. I'm playing. Oh, right. what? You, <laughs> red bone. Red bone. You know, you're playing. It's within. It's within and it comes out. I love it. It definitely is coming out. I just want you to understand it is totally coming out. That light that is shining. It can't be hid, sunshine. So I'm just telling you, you're definitely on to something. Okay, last question. Okay. Never be stuck in traffic again mm -hmm. or never get another cold. You thought these were going to be deep questions, huh? Oh, girl, it will definitely be never get another cold. I'm all about that elderberry. Okay. Okay. All about that elderberry and just preventive maintenance. Cause me and traffic, see, I'm cr I'm crazy like this. I can listen to your podcast uh -huh. and all the different years of your podcast sitting in traffic, and okay. I get a revelation. You see what I'm saying? You hear know my what? Heart. I see what you're doing hear here. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. I like where you're going here, Toots. <laughs> it's the truth. That's that's how I roll. Plus, no. I work from home, so I'm hardly ever in traffic. So, what am I complaining about? Gotcha. So uh, with that, sis, if you're doing it that way, then I'll never want to be sick a day in my life. Makes it totally understood that. Well, I'm so grateful that you're sharing those things. Tell us this. What are your final thoughts? What do you want the world to know in regards to you? So what I would like the world to know, if you're knowing someone who's unfortunately suffering from mental illness, the National Alliance for Mental Illness is somewhere that you can actually Google and you can get help um, as it relates to my beautiful foster village, my, my demographic. Those are those are my people, my tribe. I want people to understand that if you are seeking to adopt and or foster, please do your heart inspection and understand all the people that's going to be in that child's life and definitely make sure it's a loving nurturing, protecting environment, and they have a voice and get them a guardian at Lytle. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> I kid you not, you definitely sparked that back up in me. That's something that I wanted to do many years ago. Mm -hmm. And once we connected, I kid you not, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I think I need to get that started again. So yeah. again, you stepped up. Not only did you step up, you spoke up and you standing up for other individuals mm -hmm. which made me stand up and say all right i need to do something so yeah. <laughs> i appreciate well, that thank you for your thank heart you. hey i i learned to appreciate this heart it's been through yeah. a lot of things and before at one point in time i couldn't stand it because i'm mm -hmm. like it forgives too much and it's so accepting and i hated it and i'm just like yeah. i want to hate people 
but it just mm. doesn't allow me to be that away. And then the mm. minute that I embraced, you know what, forgiveness is okay. I started mm. embracing life. So yeah. I like my heart now. Now I do. <laughs> oh, Ms. Tina, thank you so much. I so appreciate you coming on today's show. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be the show for today. I so appreciate you for stopping in. Thank you for tuning in and listening to my very special VIP. Join me next week where I'll be on the same Hear My Heart channel at the same Hear My Heart time. Grace and peace, y'all.